Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Namaste, children. Clinton here reporting back from another round of touring the north of the United Kingdom, giving my readings. Of course, you'd imagine a celebrated academic and well-known psychomentonormalist like me would want, rather need, to stay in a variety of top-notch hotels while touring. Yes, it's true that I usually require somewhere that gives me space to recentre after being out for a spirit reading of an evening, and preferably one that has at least a night porter drink service available, and maybe perhaps then nice shortbreads in the room next to the tea and kettle and that. Maybe one that does a club sandwich and chips and that. But I don't ask for much. As discussed recently, you know, I don't like... How, how can I put this delicately? Um, well curly-haired detritus left stuck in the bath from a previous occupant or, you know, dried spunk and that on the bedspread. But I'm very much the calibre of person who doesn't need too many fancy trappings. I'm humble. However, there are people out there, clearly, who want the, fuck, who want the moon on a stick. Idly in my room at a little three-star hotel near Hebden Bridge, Yorkshire, last week, I happened upon something I've never really noticed before. I am late to the party, I know, but it's this. Trip Advisor Reviews. My God. These people who do those sort of reviews are a different breed, aren't they? I won't name the hotel, but I thought, you know, I thought it was perfectly fine, nice. No, not according to these reviewers. I quote, The room was at the front with a nice view, but small. Unfortunately, the room was like an old-fashioned B&B, which, to be fair to the hotel, is what it is. It's what it's advertised as, a B&B. We swapped to room nine, which was about 50% larger, but facing the back of the hotel, says Dave from Doncaster. Well, you know, what I would say is, obviously, not all the rooms can have the view. The one nice view is at the front. It's at the front of the hotel. 
So there's nothing they can do about that apart from, you know, switching it all the way around to the back. Not going to happen. I mean, I'm not being judgmental about these, these reviewers, but what breed of fussy bastard complains about that? I'll tell you who. One David underscore B from Lancaster. Here's another, this is another one from David B, right? Whilst the room was cosy, the lighting in the bathroom was a little on the bright side. That's specific, isn't it? That the lighting was too bright in the bathroom. Well, I'd suggest he needs some bright lighting in the bathroom so David's able to take a long fucking hard look at himself in the bathroom mirror after he's pulled his head out of his anus. The air conditioning stroke heating was less user-friendly than what we're used to at home, says Mrs N. Lucas of Tiverton. Well, yeah, well, that, that, that is appalling. It wasn't the exact heating system you use at home, Mrs Lucas. If I was you, I, I would honestly, I'd demand the hotel staff hire some sort of transit van and Corgi-registered plumber to maybe, like, I don't know, remove your boiler and the thermostat system from your house in Devon and bloody well get it up there to Hebden Bridge for installation before you check out those useless hotel bastards get your central heating in there so you can you can use it effectively right on with the show Wonderful to be here, Shami Chakrabarti, to each and every one of you on this special day because, yes, we're back with another episode of the all-new Clinton Bloody Baptiste Bloody Paranormal Podcast. Here she is, Linda, Linda. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. How have you been, my love? Well, I'm all right, but I've had... Well, no, progress has been made. I finally applied for a passport, so it should be here in the next six months or so. Oh, God, very, very, yeah, huge back, back, backlog, isn't yeah. there? Right. But I've put off getting one for ages, because we no-one was going anywhere, and to be honest, the hope of it was worse than not being able to go. Oh, God, but talking of backlogs, how's your pipe work doing? As you Touch to... wood, holding. Touch wood, holding! So you're going to go on a holiday, you think you've got your passport, what? Well, I went to take some pictures, and something very spooky happened to me, Clinton. Oh, my. Oh, God. Oh, sorry, that's bloody wrong one. I was going to do a spooky sound. Sorry, go on, what happened? I had my passport taken in one of them booths, right? I know, I thought it looked all right. I put plenty of makeup on. Well, you Because I know sometimes that lighting's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, go on. So I got my um, picture taken, and then when they show it you back, it wasn't me. Stare back at me. It was (laughs) my gran. Oh, my God! I thought there must be some mistake, so I did it again. Same thing again. Yeah, I know. Five times. Well, this is what happens. Linda, you are a woman of, what are you, 58, 59? I am not 58, 59. Considerably younger. In my mid to late, 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 late 30s. Okay. I'm I'm 44. Oh, you'd never believe it. You could see her in the flesh, and I do see her in the flesh quite often, but... Put those put those back on. Uh, I, this is my situation entirely. Right. I did a charity football match. Yeah. It was a celebrity football match. Yes. Don't look at me like that. I'm a bloody celebrity. Right. Okay. Cheeky cow. Who was on your team? Uh, you know this country. This country. Uh, um, England. Yeah. No. The t- the television program. Oh, yeah, Don't yeah, try yeah. to be clever, Linda. Don't suit you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I call your grandmother? Uh, it was the, on the team was uh, Ch- Curtin from yeah. this country. Yeah, got you. Uh, Charlie uh, Cooper. Thingy, what's it? Daisy, Daisy, Daisy uh, May Cooper. May Cooper, who plays um, what's her name? That, that, that character. The other one. Uh, Matthew Bainton, who's a famous actor. Horrible histories. Uh, horrible histories. Um, Lloyd, who does Soccer AM. Yep. Tim Key. Oh, Alan yeah. Partridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jermaine Pennant. 
Proper footballer. Proper footballer. Ivo Graham, who's a fantastic stand-up comic who I've worked with a number of times. Don't know why, because I did my spiritual readings, but I've found myself on a similar bill. Variety, but, Variety. It? Paul Cooper. Oh, it was oh, lots of people, and I'm, apologies to anyone who I've missed out. They're Basically, not listening. anyone who's everyone. Anyone who's everyone. Anyway, I came on, and it was all right, and people were very supportive. Yes. What I didn't like was I, I did something, and Paul Cooper was doing a sort of comedy commentary, he plays Martin Mocklow, and he shouts out something about nonce, which got a huge laugh. Now, I don't mind having that catchphrase. Yeah. Being synonymous. That albatross around my neck. Being synonymous with that. I mean, a lot of times I see on the internet a picture of me with, I'm getting the word nonce underneath. But people, it got a big laugh. Nonce, hey! I'm running around trying to earn money for charity for the kids, man. For God's sake. For crying. Anyway, what I was going to say was... what happens when you're in the zeitgeist. When you're in the zeitgeist, like me... You just have to take the slings and arrows yeah. of these things. I'll tell you something else later. There's another word that you'd prefer probably to be associated with. Yeah, it's like legend. Nice. Or like legend. Glamorous or. Yeah, spiritual guru. Fakir. And that's fakir. Um, so the thing I was going to say was of course, what happens was I'm delighted people take a photo of me. I'm very happy and I'll even do a selfie with yeah. people. But do you, you do, do a pose? Do you suck it in and push it out? I, well, I should have sucked it in a bit more because oh. I looked. Fucking terrible. I looked terrible. I looked like a bloody medicine ball on that pitch. Oh, it was awful. I felt so embarrassed. I didn't realise I looked quite like that. You know, but we anyway. We wander around, don't we, in our little meat wagons, thinking we're 26. That's it. But it doesn't bear any resemblance to what I see in the mirror. When I look in the mirror... I'm gorgeous. Yeah. You'd never think that Photographs I was... Photographs lie, don't they? They do. You'd never believe I was 38. <clears throat> Let's move on. Enough of this navel-gazing. I can't gaze at my navel. It goes too far down by my belt. Never mind gazing at my navel. Do you put your belt over it or under it? Oh, that's a good question. Do I put my belt... Because I know belt... that's the thing with men, isn't it? Because you haven't got hips. Right, go on. So there's no waist there to say, right, this is where your belt goes. So men have to make a decision at some point whether they're going over or under. Oh, my God. I'm not, I don't know whether I've made that decision. I do. I'm actually quite looking forward to an elasticated waist. Oh, bliss. But you know what my problem is? You know what my problem is? I'm going to make him taste my jam donuts. And that's what I've done. Too much of that. Too many bloody jam donuts. Can we forget about my waistline, my jam donuts, your piping, and let's get to the first spooky email. It's in Chat It's Fate magazine, which is easy pickings. It's low-hanging fruit. Because whilst I'm a big believer in the supernatural, the paranormal world, some of these do cheapen my experience of the supernatural. Could you put on the spooky music, please? And the uh, the echo. Yes. As we as we indulge in... Nearly finished, Linda. Not okay. quite finished. As we indulge in <laughs> an article called... A no- yeah, I'm doing it. Go on. A nudge in the right direction. Spirit had a plan for me and it wasn't giving up, says Ashley Summers, 30, from Hayes in Middlesex. If you want to check it out, if you don't believe it and you think it's probably bullshit. Right, there's a big picture of him in there and all. He looks like he works on a bus. But anyway, Ashley Ashley Summers, 30, from Hayes, Middlesex. It was close to midnight. (laughs) Something evil's lurking in the dark. The dark streets were completely deserted as I walked home alone from my friend Sarah's house on Halloween. Now, Sarah's name's got an asterisk next to it, which I Yeah, that's what I tried. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. Sarah's probably not called Sarah. No, we don't know, do we? She might be, though. That might be a double bluff. Right. Anyway, 
As I turned the corner, a car raced past me on the other side of the road. Out of the corner of my eye, I spotted a flash of light whizzing through the air towards me. Time seemed to slow down. Invisible hands grasped my shoulders, gently pulled me aside. The light exploded with a bang, where my face had been just a split second before. I shook like a leaf as it sank in. Someone had thrown a lit firework from a car window. If the strange and mysterious force hadn't moved me out of the way in the nick of time, I would have been badly burned or suffered much worse. Yeah, basically, someone chucked a bloody firework and somebody pulled him out of the way at the last moment. Yeah, good. Just 15 years old, I didn't fully understand what had just happened. All that I knew was I was lucky to be in one piece. One day, I was at Sarah's house when we heard shouting coming from the street. Sarah's neighbour, a man in his 20s, was standing in the road screaming at his girlfriend. It's in Hayes. Sounds like a rough house in Hayes, doesn't it? Uh, one minute they're throwing fireworks, next minute there's a psychopath outside the door. He was clearly out of control. He, I've been to Hayes. I've been to Hayes it in Middlesex. nice. I didn't realise it was Oh, no, I've been there. It's near Heathrow. It is a shithole. No disrespect to our friends in Hayes. Uh, it might hurt her, Sarah panicked. We've got to try and help her. We hurried across the street in Hayes. Come with us, we urged the cowering woman. With her following, we raced back into Sarah's house, slammed the door, shut behind us. But the man had chased after us. He threw himself against the door, smashing the glass pane. Blimey. Sarah and I were facing the door just inches away. I grabbed her to try to shield her. Then I closed my eyes and waited for the ha- and waited for the shards of glass to lacerate my skin. Where's the glass gone? Sarah stammered. I opened my eyes and gasped. The shattered glass was lying behind us, as if someone had placed it carefully on the floor. How the hell did that happen, Sarah Gate? Once again, a mysterious force had protected me. No, no mystery, that's safety glass. Safety glass, but yet again, trouble, trouble in haze. Look, try, read that bit oh there. Oh my God, then when I was 19, I started working as a flight attendant. Very good. One day, I was at my friend Al's flat, locally, when I heard a yell from outside Al's flat on the fifth floor. It was next to a busy dual carriageway. It was a noisy place. People were always shouting. Yeah, because it's bloody haze. Turns out it's like Gotham <laughs> City. If you live in haze, it's less to do with supernatural activity, more to do with places swarming with fucking nutcases by the sounds of things. Somehow I knew this was different. I need to go and see what's wrong, I told Al. Yeah. Using all his flight attendant skills. <laughs> Come on then, Al muttered. Something made me grab my cardigan, tough guy, from the back of a chair. Then we rushed downstairs. Oh my God, a man was lying in the road, blood <laughs> pumping onto the tarmac from a do, gate do, slash wound. I think this message from Beyond the Slicerial Veil is, don't live in haze. It sounds like an absolute... Sounds like Armageddon in there. Go, what happened? He'd been... been stabbed with a knife, Clinton. Oh, my God. Using my cardigan as a tourniquet, I tied his arm to stop him bleeding to death. It's a lovely in story. In haze. Lovely story. Minutes later, an ambulance arrived and rushed the man to hospital. When I was growing up, the spirit world had protected me. Now it had helped me to save someone else too. Blimey. In January 2011, when I'd been a flight attendant for four years, I was at work, down the road in Heathrow probably, when I had a vision. In it, I was pouring drinks behind the bar in a busy carvery. Oh, I love a carvery. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love a carvery. But I loved my job. I had no plans to leave. What's that all about, I wondered. A few weeks later, 
The plane I was working on was coming into land at Heathrow, trying to avoid haze because it was shot out of the fucking sky by a bazooka, no doubt. Uh, when it started rocking from side to side like a boat in a storm, alarms sounded in the cockpit. Oh, God, I hate that. Something was wrong. S don't get too technical. Thankfully, the pilots managed to land the plane safely. Out of the frying pan into the fucking fire. That did it haze. Uh, it turned out the plane had come too close to an aircraft in front, had been caught in its turbulence. Ooh. I was so shaken, I handed in my notice a few weeks later, and sure enough, guess where he got a job? Uh, Toby Carvery. In a Carvery. My premonitions had come true. Tamler, one of my colleagues at the Carvery, was spiritual encouraged me to develop my gift. All my life, Spirit has been saying, we're here when you're ready. They've been giving me little nudges onto my path. The spirit world has always been knocking on my door. I'm so glad I finally answered. Not only the spirit world, the fucking old Bill probably knocking on the door if you live in Hayes. To anyone in Hayes, would you put that down to spirit's world or... You know, delinquents roaming the streets. The rising tide of crime. The rising tide of crime! Never mind the bloody ghosts! Move out of bloody haze, that's what oh, I do. Oh, Bolton was rough. Oh, no, that's right. No, Bolton's lovely yes, compared to that. Yes. I mean, coincidentally, there's not many ghosts in Bolton and there's not that much crime in haze. You, you Riddled. Do, you do the math. You do the math. Clowning, tumbling, slapstick and juggling have always been of interest to simple people, kids and the easily pleased that usually reside in the north of England. But what happens if you earn your living through circus skills and a ghost is stopping you from performing? Juggler Alan Sonar got in touch this week. What we've got is Alan on Zoom. And I don't know how well this works for people listening in an audio uh, medium, but what I'm... Oh, he's, look, he's juggling there, but I'm watching Alan... Yeah, and I can see the problem. You ju <laughs> Alan's... He's, he looks good. He's got all the gear, but he is dropping... He's dropping every every few seconds there. What? Tell me about it, Alan. You, presumably you work in yeah, show I, I, business, I've been in show, show business over 30 years, and it's... Um, right. It, it, it's just... Yeah, I, I've, I've done it uh, at children's parties. I started off with children's parties. I've worked my way right up to... Yeah. Up to... You know, when you, when you go to posh dinners and things, and there's there's someone... Posh dinners, yeah, yeah. ...outside in the car park or just on the foyer sometimes well, juggling. juggling. I work my right, yeah, up, so right, right way, way up to doing ru those... Ruining the evening, yeah. Right, go on. And so you do a bit of that sort of thing, sort of in cabaret. Yeah, in cabaret. I've done it, it for many years, and I've been very much successful, Tintin. That's why I'm concerned, yeah, and that's why I got yeah. in touch with you, because th this isn't right. like me to be dropping them all the time as often Dro as drop they it. Okay. Well, let's just look at the equipment you've got there. What are you using there, and where did it come from? Well, exactly? I'm holding my balls in my hand at the moment, as you can see. I've, yeah, I've, okay. I've got, yeah, put that, them closer that's really to the part screen. of his act there. Now you can see. Yes, right, I'm so looking those, at right, so uh, Alan's right up to the camera now. Those are my balls. These were bought in auction, you see. Yeah, they were bought got at an auction. Yeah, in auction. auction. I bought a big box full of all this juggling equipment, and I thought, oh, brilliant! It'll, it'll, you know, little, yeah. little, little bit of a histori historical context to my act, if you like. Historical yeah, and, and, context and, and, to try and liven it up a little bit. All, you know, like more vaudeville, flamboyant style. Yeah, know, musical vaudeville style. style. Yeah, okay. Try to calm and, down a little yeah, bit, well, Alan. Well, yeah. But when I'm juggling yeah. them, I'm getting away. You see, these these new props just don't seem to be working like the old props and I'm I'm right. wondering whether the person who originally had them 
right, who I bought yes. them up from auction. They auction, yeah. They passed away many years ago. And I'm just wondering whether he's still inside yeah. the clubs and the balls or somehow. Got it. Right, OK, I think we've got that. Alan, let's tell me. What, would you know the name of that yeah, because juggler? He's, he's even on the, the on, on the on the end of the, each of the clubs. The he's got his initials there. Oh God, what's his name there? That stands yeah. for Tommy Kittens. Tommy Kittens. Uh, you probably know Tommy Kittens. Do you know Tommy? I do. Well, I yeah, I've heard, very, yeah vaguely. Very, very, I've got to yes. tell you something, Alan. I've got. I've got Tommy here. Oh. I've got Tommy here. Quite a. Gregarious, outgoing. Yes, that's Tommy. That's Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doesn't it's quieting down for just a second because I'm just Tommy. Do you know Alan? Alan Sona. He he doesn't know you as such. You're a little bit after yeah. his time, but it. I'm asking you, Tommy. Could you, Tommy, pass over, pass over. Leave the clubs. Leave the equipment. Alan's now. <laughs> Alan's, and he's just saying. Yeah, he doesn't know you, but I'm saying to you, Tommy, leave it, go, go. It's done. Your contribution to show business is not in doubt. It's time for Alan to pick yeah. up the mantle. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. Remove the curse, Tommy. Alan, I think it's gone. Let's see. I'll Let's try see with the juggling clubs this time. Okay. Oh, hang on. That oh, was a bad gone. start, though, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Try, try. Oh, that's good. No. no. I've got three throws, which is... Yeah. Uh, no, I... Fucking hell, what's that? No, Coffee table? I... Jesus. Oh, dear. Um, oh, I'm God, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I can't find it. Uh, Alan, it doesn't matter. Don't... It doesn't... don't worry about... You see, he's still right. there. Uh, Can okay, you tell him to just stop, please? Because honestly, I'm not, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm he's not had his time. He's I mean, had his I, time, Clinton, and I want my Tommy, time. This is my time to shine. I'm here to. I'm here to tell you, Alan, that it, maybe it wasn't to, anyone else who it could have been <sighs> from, from the world of. Jug I mean, who there are lots of jugglers. I mean, who else well, do you know? Chuck Davies. Chuck. Chuck, Chuck Davies. Yeah. Used to call him. I've got it. Yeah, Chuck the Club Davies is yeah. here. And I'm saying, let it yeah. go, well, it, let well, it go. Yeah, but he's Have a, he's a good a... friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine. He's Chuck. He's and he's still alive. He's still what? alive. He, he, and he, right. he, he won't okay. be interfering with the act. You could have said. So what, Chuck? Before. I don't know. You know, I've tried two people now, Alan. Maybe you're just shit what? at it. Maybe you're just not very good at. It. I mean, do you want to try? I mean, I try, Tommy. K maybe you didn't give it a good oh. enough go with Tommy Kittens. Oh. Try, try. Can you try I mean, something? Try the... Well, have you got a anything else you can juggle with? Maybe it's that. Maybe the weight has gone well, out. Well, I'll have a look in the box. I'll have a look in the box. All kinds. All of... right. There's, the, there's these. There's these. Right. No, hold They're on. Knives. What are they? Knives. These are very old. Very old juggling Alan, knives. Alan. Alan, please, be careful. No, Jesus oh. Christ. Don't oh. juggle those. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Alan, can you find yeah. someone? Oh, my God, he's spurting on the bloody camera. Can you... Alan, can you phone someone? I can't... Is anyone there with Alan in the room? Can you hear me? Someone phone the bloody ambulance. Alan. Alan, can you hear me? Jesus Christ. All right, Alan, best of luck. Best of luck with everything. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was Alan... Uh, Alan Sonar there. Let's hope he gets his, his skills back when he comes out of... Um,
hospital. Thank you. Alan Sonar there, or Alan Three Fingers Sonar, as he's now going out on the road as. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are doing a show up and down the country. It's called Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon. It's going absolutely everywhere. Linda's coming. You can come and meet Linda. If it gets you to buy a ticket, meet her. You can go out with her. What? Spend the weekend with her. No. Yes, indeed. And we're going to be going up and down the country, so please do get your tickets at clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live. We'll be up north, down south, bloody everywhere. But this week, we went to Stratford-upon-Avon. This is true, this. Yeah. Posh there. Very posh. Very to you, though. Hey, oh, it's you two. The Shakespearean types and our show, the drama of our show, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a director called Brendan O'Hay who does a little bit of work with the RSC. I know! Incredible. Not the Did RAC. What you tell me about with the tracksuit bottoms? The tracksuit bottoms. Brendan took us for a costume fitting with a designer and a wig lady in Stratford-upon-Avon. It went very well and then afterwards I had to drop Ramon back at the station to go back up to Scotland. This is how we got on. Hurry up, because I need to get my train. Right. Well, I thought that was a great success, Brendan, didn't you? Yes, it was fine. What's the matter with you? Oh, it was a disaster. I've never seen so much showboating in all my life. Well, Make sure I've got 
Can I have more diamante? Can I have more sequins there? Can I have piping? Fucking piping. That is what, I, that is my image when I go on oh, stage. bollocks. You're not going to see nothing. It's all white. Well, apart from the stains off your arse. Thank you for introducing us to that nice designer. Thought he was wonderful, Brendan. Watch the traffic. Which we are going. Right. Honestly, I'm... That would have taken 15 minutes had you know opened your mouth and started talking shite. I said a little something, a little shimmer. That's all I wanted, a little shimmer for when I come on stage. And I thought my suggestion of you in quite a sober suit with a polar neck. If you could have cut an hour off of that, I would have put you in the costume and said, just give him a bib. Watch the woman. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry, 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 love. I didn't Can know. You just to stop arguing the pair of you, oh. please. Can you hear this, Brendan? I'm not putting up with this right out the fucking rehearsal. Oh, give us a break. Are we, are we right to be doing this tour? What? what? Are we... It's just you're always constantly bickering. Oh, shut all... your puss. You're for hire as well. I've had enough of this. Get me on that train. Who else can we get then, Brendan? Who else? Anybody. What are you asking the director Frankies, for? Frankies, Lulu, anybody. Oh, anybody. It's just this oh, squabbling. You're always finding fault in each other. It's fucking wearing me down. I want to feel better about life, but you make me feel worse. Oh, stop! It's a bloody snowflake. Honestly, when I leave you, I'm just—I'm thinking I—I I, want—I want to just knit a noose. I, that, that's how I feel. Well, do you want to walk? Do you want? Do you want? I mean, do you want out of this whole not production? Not on this dual carriage no. I mean, well, you can make a ribbon out of my phone cables. And in that don't case, there. Out on me! My mother's on a respirator. Figuratively, do you want out of it? Do you want to leave the job? Well, Shut your bloody mouth, then. Oh dear. Which way is it, please, Brendan? Can you direct? Uh, left. Direct to the yeah. car. But it, it's not. You're supposed to be a director. He's from direct, Wales. Is he going in Well, you've ruined it. You have, Ramon. We were all getting on famously. We were all just, just, just a minute. Don't blame me just because we're in the heart of Shakespeare, Stratford upon Avon calling. Well, I thought it was a very great success, and I'm looking forward to rehearsing. And then eventually, yes, perhaps we can sort out these costumes once and for all. And I'm, I'm, look, I'm all about the pure theatre. Don't matter what we wear, it don't matter. It's about my skills, and if you had any fucking psychic skills, you'd know that. I'm just, I'm, if we're going to go on with this relationship, and we're going to do this show, you've just got to give the designer a little bit more. I'm not wearing this, I'm not wearing I that. didn't do that. You were the one that oh, thought you were Christ. at De Beers on Bond Street. I want that diamonded there. I want that cheapest chips plasticky thing there. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let the girl do her job. Well, I gave it. Which way is it, please? Thank you. I said, quite simply, I wanted something shimmery. I said, quite simply, that when I come on stage, there's going to have to be an impact. Now, if we can't decide on the design, as I say, I'm very happy. I'm all about the purity oh, of theatre. Honestly, if you keep going on about that, there will be a shimmer and there'll be, there will be an impact. It'll be me punching you right in the beak. I mean, really, something. I mean, I know you were nervous to meet these people, but when they're measuring you up, they're going up your inside leg. Oh, I mean, don't Jesus give us it. You turned into an isosceles triangle when the, when the measuring tape went right up your shuck. Do you think she wanted to touch you up there? Oh, Christ! Could have had a shower before you came over out. Over to the right. Just get over to the right. <sighs> what shade of green are you waiting for? Can you... I'm driving the bloody car! Right, well, when are we next meeting then, Brendan? I don't know. I, I, I'm seriously thinking of just taking my name off it. Well, look, oh, please don't. Right, don't just, do that. Just know this. It's him. It's just oh, him. Nice. He's all that. 
I don't normally swear, but if he was just about roasting the fucking thing, I wouldn't mind so much. But it's just trying to stop you bickering from each other. And but please, can you both stop leaving private emails to me or sending private memos to me and and and, and that, complaining that, about the other person? I'm just sick to the tits what of it. Have you been t- t- what have you been sending him? What have you been sending him about me? Watch the kid on the ball. Oh, for goodness sake. I never. Th- I th- I'll say I some say funnies that you do. I've, for somebody that works at night, you've certainly got a cut-off point. I've never, I've never encountered anybody who's on silent and do not disturb on their phone as yeah. much as you, yeah, Wales. Yeah, oh, you do, don't you call me Wales? <sighs> well, no, I tell I'm you sorry. what. <laughs> Fucking call you're the only Wales person that lives there for crying out loud. I mean, everybody else fled. Oh. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Oh, you're, Don't you're you take your eye off the oh, wheel? Yeah, just ganging up on me, is that oh, what it is? Ganging up on no, but no ganging up on anybody. A little bit of levity, nothing wrong with it. Cheer up, you miserable Welsh bastard. Hey, now, excuse me. What? Excuse me. Oh, you don't sorry. fucking speak to me uh, like sorry, that. Sorry. I've got to switch my mother off tonight. What? What? I've t- I'd sent my. I wasn't joking. She's on a respirator. We're in Switzerland. No, she's not. She's in fucking Tonopandy. Every, every cloud, then. Poor cow. <laughs> every cloud. Switch it off. Oh, cheer up. Come on, it's a joke. No, I think she's all just take a chill pill. I'd love to meet your mother. She sounds like a Honda robot. Well, switch it on, hours. switch it off. <laughs> no, come on, you shouldn't. Don't be nasty. And then it's... You're still to right. I want you to know something. If it's Seriously, if it's any consolation, you'll still be able to speak to her. I'm a medium. In oh, case you didn't know. Well, it's some sort of consolation, isn't it? It's no consolation. She won't want to speak to you. Oh, I can't understand why she, she speaks Welsh and it most of the time. What, are you going to speak to her through a heart monitor? I'm a clairvoyant medium psychic, unlike you, end of oh, the day fucking hypnotist. Only you be speaking to anybody in the hospitals, bringing in their dinner. <laughs> oh, see, we're all getting on famously, aren't we? Get out the fucking car then, Ramon. Stick it up your hoops then. Right. And shine a cactus on the I'll see you for more rehearsals next week. Alright, okay then. Thank you. Alright. Goodbye. Linda sent me an extraordinary story this week. It's from the Daily Star, yeah. so let's not get too intellectual. They do a good line in the supernatural, they the do. Daily they, Star. They file it under weird news, though, which I think is probably quite insulting to you. Well, isn't it's it? not weird, is it? That's real life. It's mm. real afterlife. Could you please read the title for us and as sens- sensitively as you can? Well, yes, because this is a romantic mm. one. Woman who loves alien refuses to show its face for Area 51 security reasons. (laughs) Well, that can happen. An alien doesn't want to show its face in case the the good people from Area 51 grab hold of him and, you know, yank him over to Area 51 for experimentation. Good probing. Abby Bella, also known as Emanuela Rose, claims that she met her alien boyfriend while she was abducted in London and says that that he captains a UFO that is circling Earth. It happens. It does happen, folks. And they've got needs. What, aliens have? Yeah. Of course they have. You're like, you know, remember what the old sailors were like? They were always at it. Of course so... they are. And some of these have got two knobs. You know, they're going to need They're gonna need more. They are. I mean, you laugh about it, but they have. Some of them do, you know, they need a little bit more sexual, you know, free song than, than, than we do over here. Oh, you just spanked me. Appearing recently on GB News... Oh, must be true then. <laughs> a 
Abby shared a story and... Well, they don't like alien invaders, do they, on GB News? <laughs> hey, very good. They'd like that. Absolutely right. Send they don't like back. aliens. Abby shared a story with me and Linda. That's two people who've heard it, if it's GB News. Maybe four or five people in total. And suggested that dating an alien has been far more successful than her attempts to form a human connection. It's a bit like you. You want to go off with one of them. Posing got two, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they got two. Posing with an inflatable replica of her extra... Hey, posing with an inflatable replica of her extraterrestrial lover. Abby explained, we met because I got abducted by aliens about a year ago in Canary Wharf. I hope she lets him down gently. <laughs> I met him... I met him on his... It's going to go pop, it that relationship. It was very good. Very good. I met him on his spaceship. He had a. He has a little spaceship. There's no need to go into that kind of detail. <laughs> He's got two little spaceships. <laughs> he started... He wanted a dock. He started talking and I was talking... And I was... Ta- this woman can't even write. He started talking and I was talking about how Earthmen are trash and would almost be better to get abducted by aliens than keep dating on Tinder. I like this. The aliens, says it. They liked the joke. The aliens thought it was funny. <laughs> That's an alien laughing. <laughs> I am pissing myself. I think it's funny. He just thinks I'm funny. I think he's cute. He's my type and we just get along. Beautiful green eyes, green head, <laughs> antennae, two knobs. Host Patrick Christie's interjected, pointing out that the plastic inflatable she was posing with isn't her actual alien boyfriend, and asked where he was. Yeah, this is the blow-up doll version of him. Oh. Don't make up your own jokes. I would love to introduce him to you, but for security reasons, you know how it is on Earth. Area 51, we've all heard the stories. I don't want him on a slab somewhere getting experimented on, she replied. That is true. So consequently, he doesn't actually show his real face. He can only come on shows with me. Come on. Yeah. It's, it I, sounds like you wouldn't know him he goes to a different school. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes to... You wouldn't right. know him. You wouldn't yeah. know him. Yeah, th- show you him. this is him, but you've just cut that out of a magazine. No, no, that's him. That's definitely him. Isn't th- that guy Pierce off of Neighbours? No, no, <laughs> it's definitely him. That's right. Uh, Emphasising that he prefers to remain anonymous. No, he, do- he does prefer to remain anonymous. Secret man. Secret man. Abby suggested that her alien partner could be referred to as Paul, like the film, oh, like the film, and claimed he's from the Andromeda galaxy. He's out of this world. I think what I like most about him, he's not like Earthmen, so he doesn't lie. I don't bloody lie. How do you... Aliens don't know how to lie. Well, let me tell you something. They keep... They, they don't exactly come down and make themselves very welcome, do they? No. They fly around. We've all got to take, you know, dubious pictures of them with a shaky camera on our iPhones. That's not honesty. Come on, as well. Picking up women in Canary Wharf and telling them the name's Paul. What a lot of bollocks. Sounds like a bullshitter. They don't... They just don't have prejudice. <gasps> Paul! That's what I said. My Paul. <gasps> I knew he was from out of space. That dirty get. So when you were catching him sexting, in actual fact, what he was doing was trying to get in touch with people in the Andromeda galaxy. That picture you thought was his penis he sent to that lady in Car yeah. Sholton was one of his antennae. Dirty get. The dirty get. Well, he's off the hook now, Paul, isn't he? He's off the bloody hook. They just don't have prejudice. You've said that. So he doesn't have the same kind of sexist beliefs that a lot of men have on Earth. Can't be my Paul, No, because he's a sexist pig. And uh, and what he likes about me is that I'm different. And I guess that I'm as open-minded enough to want to date him. Oh, she's fallen for that one. You're not like the rest. Yeah, it's like a... (laughs) You know what they call them now, kids? Pick me girls. 
Pick Me. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I've heard of that. It's like a soul connection. I tell you what, he'll disappear into outer space. You're kidding yourself. He'll get his evil way with you. You'll be up the duff with, a, with about 4,000 sproglet yeah. uh, aliens popping out of... of your eyes, or however you get there. He'll be long gone. He'll be down the flipping traffic centre. I will centre. be. I will be gone. Yeah, that's right. There's a reason for his secrecy, love, and it's not that he's a private man. Yeah, never mind Area Fifty One. Go and get yourself a job, mate, and look after the kids. You fathered. Feckless. Feckless bastard. GB News would love that. Oh, they love all that. Yeah. Seen a ghost up my fanny. That's the least of your problems. It's alien babies you want to worry about, love. A thousand. Oh my goodness. Well, we've come to the end of another exciting and relatively muck-free podcast. Well, that alien did have two. Well, I did say that, but that's a fact. That's not me being funny. That's anatomy. That's anatomy. Just grow up about it, eh? Linda, Linda. Yeah. What are you going to be doing now, my love? I am going to be doing now, if I can possibly manage that okay. but, but life tends to happen to me you know me I'll be back with another adventure oh, next week oh let's hope so something as thrilling as the cattery or your bloody pipes burst trying to raise it <clears throat> a little bit love anyway we're going to finish with a Jane McDonald style song oh. for all the lovely stuff we've been up to this week until next time Linda bye 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 oh well over for another week thanks for joining us Warlocks and witches Ungodly bitches Ghosts and ghouls Playing us for fools Thank you to everyone who joined us today Linda of course, Alan Sonar, Ramon and our director Brendan And I hope you're just a little bit more open-minded as a result And now It's time to say goodbye. Send your emails or phone calls to 018927111198. And well, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Namaste. Spirit fading in. Don't, don't touch that, Linda. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.